It's DTS 46. House of Wolves is here. We've completed Prison of Elders. We've gone through the trials unscathed. And it's time to talk about our experience. All that and more coming up. Good. You're here. Let's get started. Ready for an adventure, Guardian? The Queen's Wrath is at your side. Be lucky. Find Skolas. What is up, everybody? It is BBK Dragoon here, Destiny the Show number 46. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Diddy. How are you doing today, man? Very well. I'm so pleased with how House of Wolves has been this last week, and I'm excited to see what the new Prison of Elders stuff is this coming week. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, this was <laughs> this was a great week. It feels a lot longer than a week to me. Just because of how much I've been putting time into the game, enjoying every aspect of it, and I love that they didn't roll it all out at once. I'm glad we had time to invest in Prison of Elders, and then Trials came around on the weekend. I like this segmenting sort of, it, it delayed things a little bit enough to let you sink your teeth into stuff uh, properly, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think it's a brilliant idea to have Trials just on the weekend, because by the time Trials comes out, the majority of the player base has already done all of the PvE experience, right? Yeah. And they just don't they don't play until the reset, you know? But with Trials coming out, they have this chance to have more endgame content and just, like, have something to do every single day of the week in Destiny. Absolutely. And we're going to talk a lot about our experience today. I want to power through the news, but real quickly, you and I both got through the level 32, 34, and 35 version of Prison of Elders, and we also got through Trials of Osiris, both of us with a flawless scorecard, got to visit the lighthouse, the secret social space on Mercury. What a week, man. Just, I still feel like there's so much left to do, so many guns I want to ascend. But uh, how about we hop into the news? Let's go. The first up is Elder Cipher Exotic Bounty. Planet Destiny put out this nice article uh, describing this new bounty, and you get it by doing level 34 and 35 Prison of Elders. There's a chance for it to drop after defeating the final boss. You're not guaranteed the bounty, and there's nothing that you can do to increase your chances of getting this bounty. It will not drop on level 28 or 32 difficulties. Now, Diddy, what is the Elder Cipher Exotic Bounty, and what do we get by completing it? The Elder Cipher exotic bounty is as is an exotic bounty as you're as you're familiar with, but it allows you to pick one of the three House of Wolves exotics: the Dreg's Promise, the Queen Breaker's Bow, and the third one is the Shotgun. I forget the name of it. I do too. It's all good. Oh my gosh. Oh well. But you can, you have a chance after you complete the bounty. You have a choice of one of those three exotics. Excellent. And how does the bounty actually like work once you get it? The first step, I believe, is to like you get to pick which one you're going for. Oh, Lord of Wolves. That's the shotgun's name, dude. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. So you get to choose which one you're going to go for at the very start, similar to um, normal exotic bounties that we've done before. You then need to acquire a Queen's Cipher, and you do this by completing Prison of Elders and opening the big chest at the very end with a treasure key. This can be on any difficulty, but it is not a guaranteed drop. So again, you're going to be needing to farm treasure keys, which we'll talk about in a second. There's still so much confusion about treasure keys that we'll clear up here in a moment. And after completing, you know, let's say you do level 28, you open the big chest, and you end up getting the Queen's Cipher. There you go. You get to go into the next step, which is... Um, 
what is the next step? Do, 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 gives the you have to take the cipher to Varix, which right. is the Prison of Elders vendor yeah. in the Reef. And you just have to wait a period of time. Yeah, and it's unknown. Because he has to, yes, he has to like decipher the cipher. So, yeah. So one day, two days, three days. And then once he has done it, you then have to accumulate a thousand points for this elder cipher. And that's done through Prison of Elders. Um, bosses are worth tw- like 250 points, I think, in level 34. Uh, just killing normal bosses on level 28 or 75 points. Skull loss is like 450 points, which is pretty cool. So yeah, it's 450 points for skull loss and 100 from the pilot servitor, which is the fifth uh, round boss in the skull loss fight. And then once you get your thousand points, you get to choose the shotgun Lord of Wolves, Drake's Promise, the secondary, or Queen Breaker's Bow. Which do you want to talk real quick about Queen Breaker's Bow? Yeah, it's a sniper fusion rifle. It's basically the wire rifle that vandals use, and it's arc damage, and I love it because. I'm, I'm going to get some payback for all those arc damage uh, vandal snipers in some of those nightfalls. It's also projectile, too. So if you're familiar with the Mythoclast, it's a projectile, not hit scan weapon, which is really cool. I want this weapon. It has two scopes, a shorter one and a longer distance one. It just looks really unique. There's no other weapon in Destiny that looks like this, you know? Yeah, and I think the fact that it has two scopes... Vandals have four eyes, don't they? And that's why it has two scopes. And yeah. as guardians, we get to choose which one we get to use. Since but we don't, I think have, that's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're wearing the arachnid helmet, should you have eight scopes? <laughs> okay, but I'm sure something like that. Moving on, guys. How to farm treasure keys? A lot of confusion about treasure keys. I won't go fully into details about how it works in Prison of Elders. There's plenty of videos on that. You can get treasure keys from completing Prison of Elders on any difficulty level. It has a chance to drop from one of the small chests. By completing Queen's Wrath Bounties, which you will get at the weekly refresh. These Queen's Wrath Bounties are given to you by Petra, and they are weekly. If you're wondering why on day two, after you completed all your Queen's Wrath Bounties, where are they? They're on the weekly reset. That is a chance to give you treasure keys. And then finally, completing the House of Wolves world events, which are the Wolves are Prowling. We spoke about it last week. There's two on Earth, two on Venus, two on the Moon, and they occur about every 5-10 minutes. You beat the Wolves, you then look for the chest, you loot the chest, and it has a chance to give you a treasure key. Does that cover it, Diddy? You, you're also guaranteed a treasure key from completing the story missions, but that's only once. Like, if yes. you play the story missions again and again... Unless it's a new character, you won't get another treasure key. So you can only get it once per character for completing the story missions. A lot of people are complaining about like, treasure keys. I don't think it's an issue, and I think it's there's plenty of ways to get them. And I've received a lot from Prison of Elders, man. By that, I'm saying probably like four or five in this last week from doing Prison of Elders. So Yeah, I would say, I mean, I said this on Twitter. I think just playing level 28 Prison of Elders farming treasure keys is way more enjoyable than waiting 10 minutes for house of wolves to prowl on a certain location you know and you get i mean other mats from 28 you know you can get strange yeah, exactly. coins you get you get motes. reputation you get moats you get other stuff you know it's just it's just more enjoyable in my opinion and people put too much weight on what the big chest actually unlocks unless you're doing level 35 skull loss you really don't need one, or unless it's the first chest of the week, which we're going to know on Tuesday if it's a guaranteed exotic or if it was just the first time we opened the big chest that it was a guaranteed exotic. So, Right. Anyway, Bungie Weekly Update came out. Not a whole lot of news here other than the fact that on the third day of House of Wolves, 
900,000 Guardians had captured Skolos. That means completing the story missions of House of Wolves, which is pretty cool to hear. A ton of engrams were decrypted since everybody held on to a lot of blue engrams doing the world events the few days before House of Wolves came out. And they have new House of Wolves merchandise, mainly shirts. Other than that, it was a relatively dead week in terms you of the week. I forgot about the uh, Prison of Elders defeating Skolos number. Oh, do share. So, as of the weekly update last week, Thursday, Skolos had been defeated over only 9,000 times in the level 35 Prison of Elders. That is less than 1% of the Destiny player base. And we are going to talk all about the Skolos fight. I am so hyped. I just completed it like a couple nights ago. (laughs) Unbelievably awesome, dude. Just so, so good. Um, Planet Destiny put out a reforge, guys, since you are... Now in House of Wolves, you can re-roll almost everything, almost everything that is House of Wolves, okay? There are some exceptions to that, and it gives you the different weapon types and their recommended perks that you would like to have on your weapon. That way you don't spend too many modes of light or too much glimmer trying to re-roll for that perfect perk set. Diddy, have you spent much re-rolling time in House of Wolves? Nope. I spent all of my motes on exotic engrams from Xur and did oh, yeah. not get all of the helmets. Xur <laughs> this week was a disappointment for me and a bit of a shock that he wasn't selling House of Wolves exotic gear. Do you think this Friday he will be selling House of Wolves gear or do you think we'll be have to wait you know, a little bit longer? I'm expecting this next week to have House of Wolves exotic gear because I remember Dark Below. I don't know if it was the first or second week, but it was the first or second week that he had new dlc content i think it was the second week and i've talked to a couple people about that i really hope it is me too Really hope it is because you know people who say you know people who don't have the dlc they can't buy anything from zur well at this point you know you should have everything you know i mean i don't i don't i don't mean to say that you know you should but like Anything you would want from Xur, you would have probably already bought by now, unless he hasn't offered it, you know? I'm going to be honest, House of Wolves has, has just thrown so much gear at me within this first week, I'm a little bit overwhelmed to where it's like, okay, Xur, you're a nice side attraction, as much as I love you, I am swimming in gear right now. Yeah, so, like, the vault space is not big enough anymore. No. Like, even though they just increased it, it's still not big enough. No, dude, and every day I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, I'm I want of all that. of this new gear, and I have to dismantle a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like, I want to keep this, but I have to increase my space, you know? Whatever, but it's it's amazing i'm just excited for zero this next week to see what the house of wolves exotic are hey everybody you should check out destinytracker.com they have updated the site with stats for house of wolves trials of osiris is implemented into their stats database so you should hop on over to destinytracker.com put your guardian in and see the most in-depth stats available for you and your guardian diddy i think it's time to talk about house of wolves the wolves are led by skolos the last of their kells he wants control of another fallen house, the House of Winter. He'll kill their leaders and take command of their troops. With your help, we'll stop him cold. So on today's topic, I want to explore the House of Wolves experience that both Diddy and myself had this week. The best place I want to start is Prison of Elders. How was your time with POE? I love Prison of Elders. It is basically everything i've ever wanted in destiny you know the strikes were fun but they got kind of stale but with prison of elders you have no idea what the new modifier is going to be unless it's you know 32 34 35 i'm talking about the level 28 prison of elders uh rotational playlist you Mm -hmm. know i love just 
mindlessly running into level 28% of elders and just killing things, you know? It's different every single time. And, you know, it's just fun to relax and kill things and actually complete objectives, you know? It's not as mindless as patrol, and it's not as linear as strikes are. It's it's a challenge, and it's exciting and fun. There's just enough variance in the random ones that keep me hooked for a lot longer than the strikes do. And I would consider myself, before House of Wolves, much more a PvP-focused player. <laughs> but now that House of Wolves is here on my alts, on my main character, I'm continually running that now in the background. And it's just a very fun activity for me. Obviously, the pinnacle is level 35, and I, I do want to talk about that fight real quick. But let's say level 32, um, that one doesn't stand out that much to me because uh, I went in with a full group of 32s. We played through it. It was a challenge. I do like the modifiers, but 34, 34 was a treat, man. Uh, if you guys don't want to have that fight spoiled whatsoever, by the time you're listening to this, the reset has probably already happened. But I will talk about the final boss fight in level 34. It was a blast, and it required creativity. You know what I'm talking about, Diddy? Yeah, exactly. And we're talking about the Uroks final boss. He's the uh, the knight with the boomer and solar burn, right? Yes, and he ends up doing a rage. Every minute or so, he goes into rage, and what he does is he burns the floor. All of the floor does damage to players for 10 seconds at a time. So you look on the screen, it gives you an indication that he's raging, and then you have to jump. You and your teammates have to stay in the air as much as possible while the ground is burning. If you just stand there, you're going to die immediately. There's still ads spawning, you're still being pushed from the hive, and it required creativity, it required a lot of finesse, and it just, I don't know, it made you think in a way the raids haven't made me do before. Well, okay, Vault of Glass kind of makes you think <laughs> on your feet, you know, like when you go through the teleporters. Yeah. But I, I've never had anything like that in Crota's End, you know? No, exactly. And I don't know if it's going to be different the next time it comes around, but the fact that that final room was solar burn means the floor burning does additional damage because it's considered a solar damage type because it's burning, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that you just have to stay airborne, you can't just, like, get up on a ledge because he's still going to burn that, you know? It's, like, the fact that you have to stay airborne, and it's just a really cool mechanic, you know? Some people thought it was annoying, but I thought it was really cool. And when you fight him in the level 28 version, he doesn't do that, you know? Interesting. And what I oh, want to know... I think it's a different boss in... In the 28 version? In the 28, yeah. They'll, they'll have different names. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I'm wondering is... Let's say next week rolls around and it's the Vex guy. What is his unique thing going to be? Because at this point, I'm going to expect each of the bosses to have one of these unique, I don't know, twists to them. This uh, variance that requires mm -hmm. you to do something extra. Like, I know the guy from level 32, the Cabal who switches his shield type. That fight's going to be... Yeah. yeah. That fight's going to be so hard on level 34, dude. Yeah, because when you go into that room, the rotating shield, it, may, it forces you to think, like, I need, a I need a weapon type that has a different type of damage, each one of my weapons, you know? I need a solar primary, I need an arc damage secondary, and I need a void heavy, just something like that. And, like, whenever he switches shields, you just have to switch weapons and burn that shield really quick, you know? And I'm going to make a DTS prediction here on that... Uh, the Vex boss, his special thing, if, it, if he's level 34 and he does his special mechanic, I think he's going to have some type of Atheon thing 
where he teleports different players to a different part of the arena. That'd be cool. And it forces people to move around and adapt to that new area, you know, because there are a lot of places in each arena that you that you gravitate towards, you know. It's usually a corner with a lot of cover and everything. You can funnel the enemies towards you, and it's the, the optimal place to be. But if he teleports you to a different place on that arena, it's going to force you to think on your feet, you know. I think that would be really cool. Absolutely. I do want to make this remark, too. There's nowhere that is 100% safe in Prison of Elders. Now, granted, certain rooms, I think the Hive room has a pretty safe spot, and I also think the Fallen room, you have a couple of safe-ish spots that you have to rotate around through, but the Cabal room, there are no safe spots. Yes, we have a certain spot on the map that you and I gravitate towards and work off of, but Cabal and Scions jump over and push in on it. The enemies constantly are in pursuit of you in Prison of Elders, and it creates a great sense of uh, disparity and just, I don't know what, what it would be, but you're always under pressure, always under attack. Yeah, and going along in the Cabal Room, you can actually hide under one of the platforms, kind of like uh, the old Archon Priest cheese where you'd get under that platform. But, you know, if it's arc damage... And those scions hit you with a melee blast. They're going to wipe your entire team if you're hiding under that place. So you're right. There's no place that's 100% safe because the enemies will get you. Now, this is the Destiny community. We know it. it's only a matter of weeks until somebody yeah, finds exactly. a spot. But I feel like Bungie designed these encounters specifically to be like, uh-uh, you guys cheesed Crota's end to oblivion we'd like to probably not have that happen with prison of elders now it could be wrong maybe you know in a few weeks some silly things are going to come out and they won't get patched but my instincts would feel like if a safe spot was found or if a really cheesy cheese was found uh that they would patch that barring yalahorn of course you know anytime you have three yalahorns it's gonna be (laughs) yeah galahorn is just destiny on easy mode you know at this i don't have one and at this point i hope i never get one because it's just going to make the game way too easy for me and if i get one i'm i'm gonna you know force myself not to use it unless i absolutely have to so can we talk about the level 35 scholas fight i beat it a couple days ago you beat it many days ago what an incredible battle i beat it on wednesday twice and i haven't done it since but uh it's just because i haven't attempted it since you know i just It's a lot of fun, so let's go ahead and get started. In my opinion, it is the most rewarding thing I've ever done in Destiny. I'm a big Dark Souls fan, and that game is notorious for having hard bosses, but being very rewarding. This fight with Skolos is a hard fight, okay? Now, there's going to be some of you listening who went in with three Yalahorns and were like, dude, we nuked him down in a minute and a half. It was easy, Bungie, please. But A, (laughs) you're the minority, and like... B, you have a bunch of Yalahorns. When you have three Yalahorns together on a solar burn boss, of course you can nuke him down. When I did it, somebody had Hunger of Crota, I had a Dragon's Breath, and we had one Yalahorn. And it was a hard fight. We probably went at it for about 45-50 minutes, got him down a bunch of times to less than 20% health, and then would wipe. And just the feeling of accomplishment when it was all said and done was unreal do you want to talk about like the dynamics in the fight and and how it's constantly like taxing your brain with things to do sure so there's i think four different phases of the fight i'll say that and it depends on it all depends on how much health skolos has so when you first enter the room 
you can't do that much damage to him. Like Solar Burn, Vex Mythoclast, Max Out did like three damage to him, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's because there are two clear-ish, whitish floating servitors around the map um, creating bonds around Skolas that significantly reduces the damage he takes. So you have to destroy one of the servitors where it gives you a 20-second window of doing you know, the normal amount of damage you would do to Skolas. But after that 20 seconds is up, the servitor bonds will reform and he will take significantly reduced damage again. So one of the best strategies is to have two people rush one servitor and one person rush the other servitor. So the two people kill their servitor first and then they focus Skolas, everybody. And then this the third player kills his servitor once the 20 second timer is up because they do not stack. It just resets it to 20 seconds. Um, it kills that second servitor and then you deal more damage to Skolas. Once Skolas hits 75% health, he will add, you don't have to kill the servitors anymore, which is nice. He will take 100% normal damage until he dies, right? Yes. Once that happens, um, 75% health, one random member of your fire team will get a debuff. It's called a taint, and it, it's a 30-second taint. And if you do not pass the taint off, similar to Chalice of Light in the Crota raid, you can pass it back and forth between guardians. If you don't pass it off, then that guardian who's debuffed will die instantly, no matter what. Yep. And it just creates this really cool mechanic where you have to juggle the taint between different players. And once... um. Once a player, say I'm debuffed, right? And you come and pick it up from me. That means I'm immune for 40 seconds. So yeah. I won't be able to pick up the bu- the debuff again from you until you pass it to the third player. It's brilliant. So it prevents people from just swapping back and forth. You actually have to pass it around. Mm-hmm. And, and that then... mechanic is huge. Okay. So once Skolas gets to 50% health, the debuff thing still happens, right? The yes. debuff, once it's in the fight, will remain there until Skolas is dead. Yep. So once he gets to 50% health, dismantling mines spawn on the map. Mm-hmm. And they're not always guaranteed to spawn in certain locations. There are three specific locations on the map. You just don't know which mine will start first. And and so far away. Which mine is going to start second. So once 50% health happens you know you want your fire team to kind of spread out and be prepared for those mines keep in mind the debuff is still happening so once he's at 50 percent health you have to juggle the debuff and dismantling the mines all the while skolas one shots people at 34 skolas is at 33 no no even at 34 if he hits you with the scorch cannon depending on your you directly yeah yeah. it's direct not aoe the aoe does a lot too though yeah it's because because Skolas's weapon is a solar weapon, you know? and it's solar burn on Skolas, so that's why it does so much damage. So you have to juggle adds, you have to juggle the debuff, you have to juggle Skolas aggro, you have to juggle mines. And then once Skolas hits 25% health again, or not again, but for the first time, mines will spawn again, and you have to dismantle the mines a second time. It's awesome. So the first time the mines spawn, once you dismantle them, they won't spawn again until Skolas hits 25% health. They won't continue to spawn. So that's that's nice. Yes. And then once he hits 25% health, once you dismantle those mines, they won't spawn again until he dies. So it's just juggling every single objective that he throws at you is super intense. It and requires it, it. so much coordination, you know? Yeah. 
And one of our tactics that we actually did, because the first time we did it, we had uh, a level 33, and level 33s take a lot of damage in that fight. Yes. So we had Azure, who did a um, Fireborn Warlock, Radiance Warlock, Every time one of us would get the taint debuff, we would give it to him. He would go into a safe corner, safe-ish corner, and he would just die with the buff. And then he would self-res. And then every single time one of us got debuffed, we would just give it to him because he deals the least damage and he takes the most damage. He's not going to be very influential in the fight since he's level 33. You know, we just gave him the debuff and he would just die in a safe corner. And then if he doesn't have self-res, we can just revive him safely. And then we would just keep doing that tactic over and over again. Yep. And so that was one way. And then once we finished the fight for the first time, uh, he became level 34. And the second time we did it, as soon as we entered the room, we emptied as many rockets as we could. And we took him down to 50% health immediately. Yep. So that we could juggle the debuff and the mines right at the same time. And then once we did one wave of mines, we're just like melt them the rest of the 50%. And so we did it the second time and it was actually pretty cool. Yep. It requires a ton of positioning, a ton of coordination. We did the similar strat. We only had one Yalahorn on, on our team. So we could only get him down to like 60% with the first nuke of rocket launchers. Here's a PSA to everybody listening. Do not complete level 35 without a treasure key. In order to get the best shader in the game and the coolest ship in the game, you need to open the large chest on level 35 after beating Skolas. If you do not have a treasure key and can't open the big chest, you're not going to get these. So you've been warned up front. Make sure you have a treasure key going into level 35. Overall, I'm super impressed with Prison of Elders. Level 35 is a highlight. I want to see more fights of that difficulty and that caliber. I know there's listeners who are going to go, I didn't think that fight was very hard. We did amazing amounts of damage to him with our rocket launchers, or we did X and Y with the fight. But if you play the fight out, what I would consider to be like the normal way, is that an improper term, Diddy? Like not nuking it with three yellow horns? The normal way, I would say, yeah. If you... Most players don't have Galahorn at this point, right? Yes. You know, it's it's the rarest weapon in Destiny, I think. You know, most people are going to have Hunger of Crota or just super good advice, the solar exotic legendary or exotic uh, heavy machine gun, you know. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't going to have Galahorn, and that's going to be the norm. So, yes. Yeah, if you do it just without the <laughs> ability for the cheese, it's a really fun, hard fight. I think, you know, okay, in a short criticism... I think there could be more modifiers. I think there could be more things that they expand on within Prison of Elders to make it more dynamic. Maybe some new lines of dialogue from Varix as the Elder. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it? The Prison Warren? Warden? There we go. <laughs> Words <laughs> and stuff. But just quality. It fills a hole that Destiny has needed to be filled for a while. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's perfect. The Skolas boss fight is raid levels of difficulty. You know, you have... Raid mechanics, you have to juggle multiple objectives at the same time. You have raid level difficulty of enemies, and you have solar burn active. You have a different modifier active. You know, we won't know until the weekly reset if the modifiers are different for the Skolas fight, but hopefully they are because, I mean, for the first week, it would make sense that Bungie makes solar burn so that it's the easiest, you know? And if it's not solar burn, it's just going to get super hard because there's no... Galahorn equivalent in Void or Arc, you know? 
It's the a great next, fight. The next best exotic heavy wep- weapon, in my opinion, is Thunderlord. Mm-hmm. You know, Thunderlord and Truth. Those are the three top tier heavy exotics. Well, we'll and just have to wait and see if they. Swap we'll just have it to up. wait and see. You know, and for those of you saying that the Skolas fight is impossible without a Gallahorn, you're wrong. No. You're just flat out wrong because. If you play it properly, if you juggle the objectives and you have proper communication with your fire team while taking pot shots at Skolas the whole time, you'll get it done. It's just going to take a lot longer because you can't melt him as quickly, but it is possible without Galahorn because our first run, we only had one, right? Yep. And the only reason we didn't finish it is because Sassy passed out because he was exhausted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was hilarious. That was a nice stream highlight that I need to that I need to post, but it was so funny. All he needed to do was revive one of us, and he was just AFK. It's like 5 a.m. <laughs> in Australia. He fell asleep. Yeah, it was so funny. But if you don't have a Galahorn, don't fret, because the Skolas fight is still possible. And worth it. I highly encourage people to give it a go. And, you know, if you don't get it first try, then try again. We're running out of time, but I want to talk about Trials of Osiris. We both had a really good experience with it. You helped me get to nine wins, which I really appreciate it. As uh, I do, a, you know, thanks Sassy, thanks Azure. Those are the people I played with. You got a nine and O as well, which meant you got to go to the lighthouse, the secret social space. What was Trials like? What was the social space like? I love the elimination game mode. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it because it's super intense. It's not as chaotic. And it's more strategic because once you fall, once you fly into the map, once you spawn in, you're like, okay, what's the enemy team going to do this time? And you actually have to think about your strategy each round because, you know, first two rounds, you can kind of rush them and they won't expect it like, oh no. And then after that, those two rounds, they're like, okay, they're going to rush us. And if you don't, that plays so many mind games with the enemy. It's amazing. I love it. And I actually did uh, three flawless uh, passages this weekend. Two on my Hunter and one on my Titan. I haven't done my Warlock yet because it's only level 32. And uh, I don't really want to play Trials unless it's at least 33. Um, So uh, it's, man, it's so fun. And plus Mercury, the Lighthouse, is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And all of the gear from Trials is so cool. I got... um, I got the auto rifle, which I'm not too excited about because auto rifles, in my opinion, are boring, but it's still pretty cool. I got the pulse rifle and I got the rocket launcher from one of the packages Mm -hmm. from Brother Vance. Nice. And I also got the heavy machine gun as well. Excellent. I got the void hand cannon and a shotgun that was, I think, void as well. A chest piece, some boots, and also the chest piece that Brother Vance was selling. The Mercury Social Space is probably one of the best pieces of artwork within the game. If you haven't absolutely you know, gotten the chance to go there, you know I really do encourage you try and get that nine and O. You can make it easier. You really only need a seven and one ticket to go uh, if you use all of the consumables that Brother Vance sells. So it's not quite as burly, but man, just wrapping it up. I, there's a lot I still want to talk about. House of Wolves. We're kind of running out of time this week, and I know in future weeks we'll have the chance to talk about kind of our wants moving forward because I think House of Wolves is great but not perfect. Okay, I want to like stress that this is a huge step, the biggest step Destiny's ever taken forward in the right direction in my opinion, but there's still things that obviously can be worked and refined and a lot of House of Wolves is a response to our criticism, our wants and desires, you know? Yeah, exactly. Bungie really you know, they really improved the DLC experience from Dark Below. And I want to oh, say this. 
our House of Wolves experience is not done because mm-hmm. we still have, we still haven't experienced what three Prison of Elders arenas. Uh, three prison of elders bosses yes because they're on the weekly reset we won't have a full understanding of you know every single prison of elders boss or every single um modifier combination until about a month out and i'm super excited about that and even with trials you know the strategy next weekend or this coming weekend is going to be totally different because it's going to be a new map you know you can't do the same strategies because it's just going to be different, you know. If I spawn here, which which routes do I rush? You know, it's going to be really cool. And the new multiplayer maps are freaking awesome. I didn't even mention that. And additionally, I bet Queen's Wrath PVE event is coming back. I could be wrong, but I'm Ben you. This would be the right time to bring that event back. Make it PoE themed. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely. And if we defeat one in the Queen's Wrath bounty, it goes straight to the Prison of Elders, and that's going to be a new arena. Bam. <sighs> that would be so cool. I would hope, man. I would hope so. Uh, Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Also, you can follow us at Twitch.tv slash Destiny, the show. want to say thank you to all the viewers who came out and supported the streams this week, and a huge thanks to those of you who supported the show with your donations just blew us away the amount of support you guys showed us and it means a lot so thank you very much you can head to destinytheshow.com for all the links from today's show and more you can follow us on twitter at destiny the show you can follow me at bbk dragoon or on youtube.com slash bbk dragoon we hope you all have a very good week fight and win